When one of my children was 11, we were faced with diagnoses of a range of hidden disabilities, including Asperger's, OCD and bipolar disorder. Another of my children also had difficulties, which I suspected were undiagnosed hidden disabilities. Before, during and after this time, I was pretty clueless about what to do and how to cope. Life was tough and frightening on every level, and this affected us all. Happily, I came out the other side of this with brilliant and thriving kids, as well as a huge amount of accumulated knowledge and insights. I wrote this audiobook to share this knowledge with you in the hope that you will not have to make the same mistakes that I made. I hope that some of this will be helpful to you in your own journey of parenting a child with a hidden disability. So, do you have a child with a hidden disability, such as autism spectrum, ADHD, Asperger's, bipolar, clinical anxiety or depression? Maybe you just know in your bones that something needs looking at. Before I go further, just a quick note about the very word, disability. It's a tricky word that can bring up strong feelings and mean different things to different people. In this audiobook, I'm using the legal meaning of disability, which is about our child's needs and rights. This is different from whether or not our child identifies as being disabled. It's perfectly possible to recognise disability needs and at the same time not identify personally as having a disability. I, for example, do not really think of myself as disabled, although I have a number of hidden disabilities that affect my life. How we can use the legal definition of disability to help us is looked at in some detail in the first chapter. Raising kids with hidden disabilities is not a fringe or a niche area of parenting. At least 10% of children have hidden disabilities, according to the US government. When we add to this all those with unidentified difficulties, we can see that we're dealing with a lot of kids and a lot of confused and overwhelmed parents. Sadly, there is still a stigma about hidden disabilities and our loved ones may be burdened by shame about who they are. This stigma and shame can make it really hard to talk openly about hidden disabilities and our children's legitimate needs. It's not surprising that so many of our loved ones deal with this by doing what they can to hide and disguise who they are and what their needs may be. I believe that recognising our needs championing our rights and standing proud about who we are is the best way to challenge stigma. Maybe you have a diagnosis or are trying to get one. You may be unsure whether or not to have your child diagnosed. Maybe you're not happy with the diagnosis you have or have disagreements in your family about whether or not your child has a hidden disability. Your daughter may be having dramatic meltdowns or may be cut off from you and the world in shutdown. She may be refusing to go to school, or have crippling depression and anxiety. Maybe your son's defiant behaviour goes beyond what is normal. He may be self-harming, refusing to eat, lying or stealing from you. Your son's teacher may be telling you that he's absolutely fine at school, but every bone in your body is telling you that he's suffering and struggling there. Maybe you've tried every parenting technique out there to correct difficult behaviour and nothing has worked. In fact, it might actually be making things worse. 
This may be even more confusing if we have other children who are responding well to our discipline and parenting techniques. If it works on our other children, maybe we're not such terrible parents after all. The frustration that our child is not responding like their siblings can even make us resent them, making us feel even more guilty. I was in this situation for many years and went through just about every challenge out there, both with my children and other people's reactions to us. This included clashes with the authorities and other so-called experts. I looked everywhere for advice and tried absolutely everything. Everyone and their dog had an opinion about what I should be doing and what I was apparently doing wrong. Every time my child had a meltdown, I felt like I was personally failing as a parent. The more I tried to follow the advice I was given, the worse things got. I felt judged and like a total failure. I felt that I was letting myself and my children down. The light bulb moment came when I realised that the reason nothing was working was that the parenting advice was designed for children without hidden disabilities, often known as neurotypical children. Most of the people giving me the advice had never walked in my shoes and didn't really know or understand my children or me. This applied to many professionals and experts too, who in my experience are unlikely to have children with hidden disabilities themselves. I was being urged to treat what I now understand to be the symptoms of their hidden disabilities as if they were bad behaviour to be corrected. I was as guilty of this as anyone else. I was trying to bring my children up in a similar way to how I was brought up, thinking about what had worked or hadn't worked for me. I needed to learn to parent the child I actually had, not the child I had been.